You have to feel for Unai Emery, especially after the devastating loss that Aston Villa suffered at the hands of Arsenal. It's not really because of the type of team Arsenal are or the form that Arsenal are in. I mean, they are top of the Premier League. But it's the manner in which his team lost. Unai Emery was fuming after the, the match against Arsenal. He was talking about how he's been trying to build and assert a style of play in his players. But it seems like the players are not willing to react in the game in situations where they need to do so in order to impose the style of play that they have been planning throughout the week while training. He was very vicious. I mean, you can understand to a certain degree why he was vicious about the Dibu Martinez going in a corner wanting to score a goal in the 92nd minute. Uh, so he, the words he said, I mean, we know his English is not really the best, but um, I tried to listen to his uh, post-game interview in a, I don't know, in a very, uh, in a very precise way in order for me to like understand what is he trying to say. And also I had to make up some of the sentences because I mean, he doesn't really uh, know English that well, but I, I can assure you what he said is, I've never told my goalkeeper to go and score a goal in the 92nd minute. Then he further said, you can look at the data. The data probably says when a keeper goes and wants to score a goal on the opposition territory, especially in a corner end of the match, they probably will score one goal in 100 instances. While the reverse, which is the goalkeeper going to score and then suffering in a transition goal, like the one Aston Villa suffered, the statistics probably say 100 times a goalkeeper of the opposition will go and score and then your team will score 20 times, which is what happened yesterday. According to him, that's what he's saying. He's saying that he never told Dibu to go and uh, attempt to score a goal. And in such scenarios, he thinks that uh, there's a higher chance of the team of the goalkeeper that went to the box conceding. He's not necessarily wrong. He's not necessarily wrong. It's, it's, it's rare to find goalkeepers scoring goals, especially from corners in end-of-the-game match like scenarios, which is often when goalkeepers tend to go up if there's a corner. I mean, the example that comes to mind is Alisson scoring that uh, wonderful goal against West Brom. I think it was in 2020. And then Oscarin Masubuke of uh, Polokwane City at the time. Or was it Baroka? It was Baroka FC. Yes, Baroka FC. Uh, this is in South Africa, by the way. You, you can check out that goal. Uh, Baroka FC goalie. Uh, the Oscarin Masumuke goal was nominated for the Puskas. Yeah, I think it's the year that uh, Olivier Giroud's Copian kick won the Puskas Award. Uh, the Puskas is basically the best goal as, as I don't know, decided by either viewers or a selection of panel at FIFA. I don't know. But yeah, Puskas Award, the one, like, so if you go and search the, the Giroud Scorpion kick uh, goal that he scored against Crystal Palace. Yeah, was it Palace? I think it was uh, against Palace, right? Um, that won the Puskas. You can you can look at the nominees. Um, you'll see that 
uh, that, that goal by Masubuke. It was against Orlando Pirates Football Club. It was a beautiful goal. I think Leo Messi said uh, he would, would he would vote that uh, that goal as, I don't know, the winner of the Puskas. Because, I mean, mainly the guy is a goalkeeper and doing a overhead kick. That was beautiful, you know. But then back to Emery. Then he spoke about how he feels like his players are not implementing. So it's lack of reaction and proper reaction, which I think he has been preaching to them in a way, like trying to trail it in. Um, and then that lack of reaction ha- also has to do with the mentality after scoring. He feels like his players, after scoring a goal or leading in the game, they don't work to score more and dominate more, but then they work towards finishing the game. So it's like, we score, we lead, and now we'll just run the clock down. And I mean, we saw an instance where uh, Martinez was unnecessarily wasting time, and I think he even got a yellow card for it. And I mean, that's I think it kind of shows the, the mentality. All things considered... Um, the things he was doing to waste time were absolutely ridiculous. And Aston Villa were playing fairly well. And also, I think it, the game was more about capitalizing on errors. Both, both teams were just capitalizing on each other's errors. Uh, because, I mean, the, the conversion of chances wasn't really... I mean... It, the conversion from errors was really good, but the conversion of chances created wasn't really good in the game from both teams, you know. It was just uh, a matter of, okay, the opposition will make an error somewhere. How do we best uh, capitalize on that? Which is what happened most of the time. But it's okay. Let's talk about Aston Villa and the way they lost the the last two games. Uh, not the last two, but... The game against Leicester, which was two weeks ago, last week, obviously, they lost to Man City. And, I mean, it's an understandable loss to a certain degree. I didn't really watch it, so I can't comment on that. But I saw that what happened in the Leicester game. Aston Villa were leading. Uh, I think they led twice. Uh, they scored one. Leicester scored one and equalized. Then Aston Villa uh, scored two. So now they are leading for the second time, right? And I think they were playing at home. Yes, they were playing at home. Um, and Leicester came back 2-2. But from there, there was a shift where Leicester now goes and takes the lead 2-3 uh, and then 2-4. The same thing probably happened in the Arsenal game. Aston Villa leads 1, Arsenal comes back 1-1. One, one. Aston Villa leads for the second time, and then Arsenal comes back 2-2. Two, two. And then Arsenal takes the lead 3-2, and then 4-2. So they've lost two games. Uh, in, the two, uh, in, the, in the three games that they've played in the Premier League, they've lost two in exactly similar fashion. And both of those games, bear in mind, they are home games. There's this notion which I don't particularly agree with much, that players perform better when they're at home. They're expected to put on a, a braver performance when they're at home. But for Aston Villa, that seems to not be the case because they have lost four leads because they were leading four times in two games. They've lost four leads in three games uh, and both those games uh, were at home. 
you know so i don't really understand what's happening at aston villa i think maybe the personnel uh but yeah i think emery was was within reason for his frustrations with how they lose leads how they can protect their their leads that they uh work to like work to build you know yeah uh, you look at the the goal Saka scored i mean it was poor poor defending by by Taron Mings i mean he basically there was a cross coming in from Ben White who was fantastic by the way and obviously Taron Mings is very good in the air he wants to hit the ball but he doesn't hit it outside right he maybe i don't know what he's trying to do he's trying to obviously the aim is to prevent the opposition from hitting the ball and scoring because i mean it's a cross inside the box but where he hits the ball it's straight into the path of Saka who's in the 18 so i think these are things you don't expect a season professional like uh Taron Mings to be doing but i think there can be a, there were a lot of mistakes that Aston Villa made but a lot and i don't think Emery is angry because he lost to Arsenal it's the way in which he lost he he said, he said himself he's like i'm okay losing the ball while trying to build up and then conceding from there I can I can understand that because we are trying to build a style of play, but the type of goals that they have been conceding have little to do with the style of play, but more to do with individual mistake and a mentality. I look forward to seeing how Aston Villa respond to this uh, post-game interview, and I know he's going to speak to them, and I wish I was there to hear what they are they're going to talk about. But yeah, um, keep uh, looking out for Aston Villa and seeing how they uh, progress. Uh, we know the the work Emery has done at Villarreal. I think he's proven himself. And yeah, looking forward to seeing what he achieves at Villa. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing or following the podcast on whichever platform you're listening from. And please tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to Behind the Scoreline. Or better yet, just send them the link to this episode. Thank you.